Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu salamu rasulillah. All praise is due to Allah, who decreed death upon the living and made the hereafter for accounting and recompense. And if Allah Almighty had decreed remaining in this worldly life for any of his creation, foremost for that would be his close friend, the best of creation, the delight of our eyes, our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Almighty said, and we did not grant to any man before you eternity. So if you die, would they be eternal? For there is no loss greater and more heartbreaking than the loss of the Prophet ﷺ. Not the loss of fathers and mothers, or children and wives, or brothers and sisters. So I advise myself and you to be conscious of Allah Almighty, and to perform righteous deeds, and to beware of this worldly life and its temptations. For this world is a place for deeds and not the permanent home. And indeed the hereafter is the permanent home. So take from your worldly lives for your hereafter. Allah Almighty says, Say, the enjoyment of this world is little, and the hereafter is better for those conscious of Allah. And injustice will not be done to you even as much as a thread. The birth of the Prophet ﷺ and him being sent to people as a prophet and messenger, a guide and a teacher, then his immigration to Medina, the building of the Islamic community, were the greatest events in all human history. Then the tragedy of his death was the biggest tragedy for those who believe in him ﷺ. Before his death, he ﷺ knew that his death was near and that his departure was approaching. So he bid farewell to his companions, may Allah be pleased with them all. In the tenth year after Hijra, during his Hajj at the Jamrat al-Aqaba, saying, Learn your Hajj rites, for I do not know whether I will perform Hajj after this Hajj of mine. Then he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam returned to Medina and stayed in it for the rest of the month of Dhul Hijjah and the months of Muharram and Safar. Then he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam became ill in the latter part of the month of Safar. And he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam advised his daughter Fatima, may Allah be pleased with her, that his time was near. Fatima said, Jibreel used to review the Quran with him once each year. But he reviewed it with him twice that year, and he وسلم, said, I think that my time is near. You will be the first of my family to join me, and what a good predecessor, predecessor I am for you. And the reason behind his passing was a severe illness, and the start of it was the year 7 after the Hijra in the liberation of Khaybar, whereby he was poisoned with a lamb given to him as a gift from which he ate. And the effect of the poison stayed with him until Allah Almighty took his soul. It was related in Sahih al-Bukhari that the Prophet wasallam said to Aisha, May Allah be pleased with her. O Aisha, I still feel the pain caused by the food I ate at Khaybar, and at this time I feel as if my aorta is being cut from that poison. And when the Prophet ﷺ felt that his passing was close, he sought forgiveness for the martyrs of Uhud. May Allah be pleased with them. And he bid farewell to the alive and deceased. As Uqba bin Amr, may Allah be pleased with him, said, 
The Prophet ﷺ prayed over the martyrs of Uhud after eight years, like one bidding farewell to the living and dead. Then he ascended the pulpit and said, I am your predecessor, and I am your witness over you. And your promised place to meet me on the day of resurrection will be al Haud. And I am now looking at it from this place of mine. I am not afraid that you will worship others besides Allah, but I fear that you will compete for the worldly life. And when illness weighed him down, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and his pain became severe, he sent for his wives and they gathered. Then he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, asked their permission to stay in Aisha's house through his illness. As was related in Abu Dawood, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, said, I am unable to visit all of you. If you are willing to permit me to stay with Aisha, you may do so. So they permitted him to stay with Aisha. Then the Prophet ﷺ exited between Al-Abbas and Ali, may Allah be pleased with them, dragging his feet on the ground due to his severe illness until he entered Aisha's house. And due to the illness, the temperature of his body increased. Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I visited Allah's Messenger وسلم, as he was running a high temperature. I touched him with my hand and said, Allah's Messenger, you have a severe fever. Whereupon Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Yes, my fever is like the fever of two men among you. So I said, Is that because you will have a double reward? Thereupon Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Yes. And Allah's Messenger وسلم, again said, No Muslim is afflicted by harm from an illness or some other affliction, except that through it Allah will remove his bad deeds as a tree sheds its leaves. And Allah's Messenger وسلم, continued to be keen to lead the people in prayer in spite of his severe pain until he was overcome by the illness and he was unable to go out. So upon that, Allah's Messenger commanded Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, to lead the people in prayer. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, When the Messenger of Allah وسلم, became severely ill, he said, Have the people prayed? We said, No, they are waiting for you. O Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Put some water in a tub for me. We did that and he performed ghusl. Then he tried to get up, but he fainted. Then he awoke and said, Have the people prayed? We said, No, they are waiting for you, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He said, Put some water in a tub for me. We did that, and he sat up and performed ghusl. Then he tried to get up, but he fainted. Then he awoke and said, Have the people prayed? We said, No, they are waiting for you, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He said, Put some water in a tub for me. We tried that. We did that, and he performed ghusl. Then he tried to get up, but he fainted. Then he awoke and said, Have the people prayed? We said, No, they are waiting for you. O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, she said the people were in the masjid waiting for the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, for Aisha prayer. The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sent word to Abu Bakr, telling him to lead the people in prayer. So Abu Bakr led them in prayer those days. And the Prophet ﷺ remained in his illness for 13 days and did not go out to the people. And he had some dinars, so he asked Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her about them. She said,
The Prophet ﷺ commanded to give some gold that was with him during his illness and charity. She said, he awoke and said, what did you do? She said, what I saw of you occupied me. He said, bring it, that is the gold. So she brought him seven or nine. Abu Hazm was uncertain of the number. He ﷺ said, when she brought them, what does Muhammad think if he meets Allah Almighty and this gold is with him? And on Monday, when the companions were aligned in rows for the pr- prayer, the Prophet ﷺ lifted the curtain of his house, as was related in Al-Bukhari and Muslim. And he looked at us while he was standing. His face was glowing and beautiful, and he smiled cheerfully. We were about to be tested in leaving the prayer from the pleasure of seeing the Prophet. Abu Bakr retreated to join the row as he thought that the Prophet ﷺ would lead the prayer. The Prophet ﷺ beckoned us to complete the prayer and he let the curtain fall. And in the narration of Muslim, he ﷺ said, O people, there is nothing left of the glad tidings of prophethood except a good dream that a Muslim sees or is seen by others about him. Then he said, Verily I have been forbidden from reciting the Qur'an when bowing or prostrating. As for bowing, glorify the Lord therein. And as for prostration, strive hard in supplication, for it is more deserving of a response. And the brother of Aisha, Abdurrahman bin Abi Bakr, entered upon the Prophet ﷺ, and she was supporting him on her chest. And Abdurrahman had a fresh siwak that he was using. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, So I saw Allah's Messenger وسلم, looking at it, and I knew that he loved Siwak. So I said, Shall I take it for you? Then the Prophet وسلم, nodded yes with his head. So I took it, but it was too stiff for him to use, so I said to him, Shall I moisten it for you? Then the Prophet وسلم, motioned yes with his head. So I softened it and cleaned it, cleaned his teeth with it. And in front of him was a small container of water. He started dipping his hand in the water and rubbing his face with it. He said, There is no rightly worshipped deity except Allah. Death has its agonies. He then lifted his hands towards the sky and started saying, With the highest companion, till he passed and his hands dropped. And in another narration, his voice became very husky, and I heard him say, from surah, recite from Surah An-Nisa, With the ones upon whom Allah has bestowed favor of the prophets, the steadfast affirmers of truth, the martyrs and the righteous, and excellent are those as companions. Then he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, passed, and Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, used to say, the Prophet ﷺ died while he was between my chest and chin, so I never disliked the agony of death for anyone after the Prophet ﷺ. And the best of creation, the purest of mankind, and the seal of the prophets and messengers passed. And this is the greatest affliction for the believers. And the words of Allah came about, Indeed you are to die, and indeed they are to die. O people, we praise Allah with the praise of the grateful, and we seek His forgiveness with the penitence of the sinful, and we ask Him of His great favor, 
O people, the status of the Prophet ﷺ is the best status, as it is the status of calling to and explaining the religion of Allah and realizing servitude to Allah Almighty. And he ﷺ did that in the best and perfect fashion. For he ﷺ did not pass until Allah completed the religion through him and completed through him وسلم, the favor. And he وسلم, did not pass until the sharia was completed, the halal and the haram, the creed and dealings and etiquette. And the purpose of reminding about the passing of the best of mankind is to learn lessons and not to draw tears. So just as his life, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, was flowing with inviting, guidance, and building, likewise his passing, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is full of lessons and examples. And how can the community of following the sunnah and guidance overlook the places of reflection in the tragedy of his passing and commemorate his birth through unfounded practices and celebrations? So whoever wants good for themselves shall adhere to the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ, his approach and his way. For the eternal happiness and good life is through following him in all his movements and pauses, and in all his conditions, Allah Almighty said, There has certainly been for you in the Messenger of Allah an excellent pattern for anyone whose hope is in Allah in the last day and who remembers Allah often. So prayers of blessing and peace upon him always as long as the night succeed the day. O oh Allah, reward us and all Muslims in our affliction through his passing, and gather us in his sallallahu alayhi wasallam's group, and grant us a drink from his noble hands so that we are not thirsty ever after, and grant us his company in paradise. Indeed, Allah is all hearing, answering. Hadha wa salatu wa rasulillah.